Welcome to the Wednesday Ellie and Bex podcast. Mm. Here it is. Oh, okay. You don't want to do a little <laughs> bit of fun bants before we get into it. I like, like to change things up. Normally we do a good little two-minute top that's just crap. Just talking shit. Yep. <laughs> but we enjoy that. It's kind of the warm down. It is. It really is. It's kind of when you just play loose. It's the jog around the block. You know what it is? It's the muck up day. Of the whole oh, situation. I don't know if we'd go that far because if it was the muck-up day, we'd be dropping a lot more expletives into it. Oh, okay. So and we'd be drunk. Yeah. All right. well, well, oh. I mean, I don't think I got drunk on my muck-up day. We, you've been drunk for some podcasts, though. I've not. Remember that one we did? I've not. No, okay. I've cool. probably the, – the most drunk I've been would be two beers deep oh. whilst recording the podcast. Diablo cocktails. Little Bar Bowls Club. I don't think we did a podcast that day. <laughs> <laughs> Technicality, folks. <laughs> hey, um, some really cool stuff. Uh, I find myself a cricket club. Uh, well, we'll get pretty close to it anyhow in this uh, particular instalment. Yes. Um, we get a lot of irate people on the phone yeah. when we ask, um, what's the annoying phrase that you get when you tell people what you do for work? Yeah. We've Ew. all got one. We've all got one. I reckon that's going to be a recurring thing. Don't worry about that. I think it should. And yeah. uh, oh, how about when um, we thought you were having a heart attack? Yes. You reveal what exactly it was. Mm. We're that still was worried. Still worried about me. Still a health concern. But the doctor's uh, verdict is in. That is on this podcast. And if you're hearing this, I'm still alive. I know, but you'll find out exactly. But what they it was. could play the podcast in ten years' time, and I could be dead by then. That's so true. I can't really make that promise. Okay. Well. Um, R.I.P. if you're dead, bud. So, you're in the digital age, eh? Too cool for the radio. So you've downloaded this. You've actually chosen to listen. Sorry in advance. But here goes. Ellie and Bex. Now, buddy, I'm not going to lie. I've been worried about you the last 24 oh, hours. You've been worried about me. I've been worried about me. Yeah, but you, if you die... Then I have to find a new co-host. Oh, it's such a pain, oh, isn't it? Oh, it's such an effort. You have to go through the, the demo last time process. You have to find that, yeah. Oh, then people try out and they try and like suck up to you to be the co-host. How long did oh. we spend, you and I? Mate, we. I literally, I literally spoke to Big Boss Rod and said, "You know that chick from Shepparton?" And he's like, "Yeah." And goes, he goes, "I like her." I said, "I like her too." And he goes, "Record something." And recorded something. Ten minutes in some hotel motel room in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I was in like Ulladulla or somewhere. Oh, who knows? <laughs> and he's like, "Yep, sounds good." It was such a tough process. I mean, when you're this good at this job. People can tell that not a lot of work went into this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But you scared me yesterday. About 4.30, halfway through the show, Mm. you literally started clutching your left arm. Yeah. And And I was like, is is he going to have a heart attack? And to explain for people out there, I I don't mind sharing that uh, the blood pressure's not been fantastic of late. Mm. Um, It's been pretty high. It's been quite stressful. COVID for a lot of people. For me, it's... That's how it sort of just knocked my microphone. It's it, that's how it sort of played out. So yesterday, and you, it, straight away you Google it, and if you Google anything, if you Google I've got an itchy left toe, it'll tell you you're having a heart attack. 100 percent, straight to the emergency room. That's exactly. what a web so, doctor always tells so you. Everything late in the afternoon, and being a typical bloke, as I'm clutching my arm, going to air and talking through the pain, mm. you're going. You should really go see a doctor now. I was like, oh, I'm fine. I'll be right. Yeah. Just need a night's sleep. And then I remember I went to the toilet during one of the songs and I was literally sitting on the toilet, probably too much information, thinking, mm. what if I come back and Bex is just on the floor twitching? Meanwhile, I was sitting back here going, I should pretend I'm dead and yeah. just be on the floor <laughs> twitching. Didn't happen. Anyhow, I did go to the doctor today because I know one of your pet hates is the fact that blokes stiff up a lip stuff. Oh, man. Trying to get a man to go to the doctor is one of life's greatest so, tests. Love you, respect you. Yep. Didn't want to put you through any more trouble. Thank you. Wanted to get an answer. Also, myself, was a little bit paranoid that I might be having a heart attack. Yeah. I went downstairs to the doc. Good. It's good to have a doctor downstairs, actually. Um, and I can tell you that after um, the, the, the blood pressure is still an issue. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so there are some things there. Um, but after a thorough examination, mm-hmm. I do have lateral epicondylitis. What is lateral epicondylitis? Okay, the pain in my arm, which is actually happening right now. I have tennis elbow. <gasps> is this a dancing injury? Is this an injury from Friday night? Like you've pulled After a talking to the doctor, we believe yeah. it to be a dancing-related injury. <laughs> Exacerbated by excessive fishing on the weekend. <laughs> and she's like, well, you're going to have to, you know. I said, what do I do? She goes, just don't do anything. You're not supposed to use that arm. I said, Dal, I'm going 50 k's offshore yes. on Saturday. I'm, I'm reeling in mahi-mahi and tuna. It's not an option. <laughs> but, mate, good, like you might not be able to go fishing this, this weekend, but at least no. it's not a heart attack. Yeah, I mean... Clap your arms to this. Oh, wait, you can't. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie and Bex. Yeah, Ellie and Bex driving you home this afternoon, or should we say Speedy Gonzalez and Bex? Okay. Um, so you're a mouse that's quite enraging towards a cat, and you do things quite quickly, and you have a Mexican accent because you are from uh, Mexico. You got one out of three, correct? No, but that's Speedy Gonzalez. This morning yes. I achieved a feat that only Usain Bolt could oh, achieve. Okay. So you ran the 100 sub nine seconds? Yeah, I would have. I reckon <laughs> the form I was in this morning, I could have beaten his world you record. You are being very cryptic. What are you even okay. talking about? All right. So this morning, got up, went to the gym, yep. did a workout that I was like dead afterwards. I had to yes. go and lie down afterwards because I was Where's so that tired. credit? F45 Mool Bar. There you go. Cha-ching. <laughs> no, I don't even know about Great place to train. Anyway, um, came home and I literally collapsed next to my pool. Mm. That's I share with five other people <laughs> before you sound rich. <laughs> I live in a share house. Who else has just finished a hard day working in, you know, Yandina or Caloundra or somewhere and just heard her go, I got back to my place in Malula Bar after working out and <laughs> I, I collapsed next to the pool. Jeeves had to edge me into the pool. Excuse me. I split my bills five ways, okay? Six at the moment. Anyway, yep. um, so I'm lying by my pool and I jumped in the in the water. Yeah. Lying in my bikini, dead to the world. That's quite hot. All, <laughs> calm down. All <laughs> of a sudden, my phone dings yeah. and I realise... It's a 15-minute warning. <laughs> it's a 15-minute warning for an all-staff meeting that we got told about a week ago. It's not a Zoom meeting either. It's this is on site. There are big things being discussed. <laughs> it's located in the boardroom at work in Maroochydore. Yes. And I've got 15 minutes to I get I've got there. to uh, admit, uh, I wasn't late, of course, because um, I'd been at work since 7.45. But uh, I, when I walked into the uh, boardroom at 10.30, I was shocked to see you at work before well, that's lunch. That's the thing, right, mate? So I get this How ding. did you do it? All of a sudden, the race was on. I'm like, I can do this. 15 minutes. Still sopping wet from jumping did in. Did you the- segment it in your mind? Because that's what I tend to do. I tend to go, okay, I can do four minutes in the shower because it's going to take me eight minutes to get from here to Plaza Parade and then park for two minutes and I'll be upstairs. I didn't even think that far. I didn't even. I did not think it through. I literally yeah. jump up, grabbed my stuff, ran to my room. I, yes. I, I quickly got out of my bathers, put on the first thing I saw. Mm-hmm. Literally, it was just like on the top of my shelf. Yes. Pulled it Lucky on. Lucky for you, you don't have any good outfit. <laughs> I look cute today. Anyway, pulled it on. <laughs> um... Ran out the house, like literally just grabbed my handbag, didn't know what was yeah. in it. Didn't even grab my water bottle or anything. <gasps> yeah, the stuff that I usually have for work, didn't have time. Wow. Jumped in the car, high-tailed did the, did it. Did the speed limit the I whole way the to work. I did the speed limit the entire way. 
Yeah. I got stuck behind someone, how's this, oh. doing 40 oh. on one of the back streets of Malulba. I was like, of all oh. days. Oh, I forgot to mention, grab my hairbrush and my makeup, pulled them into the car with me. So yeah. when I was stuck at the lights turning into Plaza Parade, I'm quickly putting my mascara on, I'm brushing my hair, which is right. still wet and matted from the pool that I had just jumped in. Yes. Get upstairs, run to the boardroom. Guys, I was like the fifth person at the meeting. <laughs> I made it. I love I the fact it. that meeting ran late too. I know. I know. Then everyone else hey, just files in slowly. I have to be honest. Yeah. It, 15, like you being legit, you're not I am dead. beating I, this I up I know it's radio. exactly 15 because I got the notification. Door to door. I live in Alex. Yeah. So technically same sort of distance. If anything, you're further away. Yeah. I don't reckon I could do it. I mean, we can test you to do it. I don't know that I could. You have to be in your bikini too. You reckon you could get in your bikini I've first. still got the one from the well, car Well, there you wash, go. Think, get somewhere. in your bikini, hop by a pool. And Are we doing this tomorrow? Yeah. Time trial? Yeah. It's on. Done. All right. Boom. Oh. But in the meantime, just call me Usain just once. Um, mouth trumpets up next, folks. Oh, call me Usain. Call me Usain. Come on. I'm only doing this for everyone. Yes. Who's out there going, can you just play a goddamn song or an ad or something? Yes. You say. Yeah! Here's something, folks, that might get you going if you haven't heard this already. Um, I'm going to start off with the interesting stuff. Uh, product launch from Apple. Now, they uh, are usually pretty big. Back in the day when the first iPhones were coming out, some of my mates used to get together and have sort of morning teas and whatever else and watch the full product demonstrations that Steve Jobs back in the yes. day would do. It was yes. a big thing, right? I know. Yeah, well, Tim Cook's continued the turtleneck wearing saga. Um, oh, does he wear a turtleneck too? Yeah, he does. Oh, good on does, you, Timmy. Very much so. And uh, they launched a bunch of new phones. It's probably end of speaker, but we'll talk about the phones for this one. The new iPhone 12. Uh, I'm going to go through a few things that may shock you just a little bit first. I love this. Okay. Our tech spurt. Okay. The iPhone 12, the mini, is going to cost you 1200 bucks. Um, mini. Rising up to 1300 1600 for the Pro and a Pro Max, 1850 bucks. Right, wow, okay. that's all relatively, and they're two grand's about what you pay for a, a decent capacity one these yeah, days, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, All right, some other things. Five um, G. They'll run on five G, but once Australia gets that uh, capability, so settle down. If you're wearing a tinfoil hat, I know. Ooh. Blaming Bill Gates. I don't want to trigger anyone here. <laughs> Dinkum. But the Apple Twelve, the iPhone Twelve, will go on five G. Okay. Oh God, it's coming. We're all it's die. coming, and it's got nothing to do with the apocalypse. Nothing to do with the Muslims. Nothing to do with Bill Gates. It is just a wireless technology. Okay, and it's coming, and this phone will work on it. But here's Ellie. Where the fun chit-chat around certain tinfoil hats ends and the anger begins. Because Apple, for the first time ever, are going to release them without a charger and without headphones. As in, you don't when have you the capability? unbox your phone, you know when you used to unbox your phone, you get a fresh, crisp pair oh, of white headphones yeah. and another charger so you can lose all your other chargers. Yeah, yeah. So you still have to charge your phone and you still have to use headphones. They'll, what they're going to do is they're going to give you a USB cord but mm-hmm. no wall port, right? Oh. So no prongs. And no headphones, but conveniently, they have a multi-billion dollar business, uh, of course, Beats, uh, that sells Bluetooth headphones. Yes, But here's a few things before we get back to this. Interestingly enough for you, good, Mm. uh, apparently the new screen's going to be ceramic, so it's going to be a lot harder to break. Oh, good. good. But back to headphone gate. The company is saying that they're doing that to reduce their carbon footprint because they'll be making fewer 
Uh, obviously, if they issue everyone with, who buys a new phone with headphones and, and the pluggy point and whatever else, then all of a sudden they're using a lot more energy. But the reality is, oh, I think that's crap. Yeah, you think it is cost-cutting? Because they're the only people you can buy the stuff <laughs> off anyhow. You know what I mean? That's like if car dealerships had a monopoly on fuel. <laughs> you know what? Oh, a new Prado looks good. <laughs> oh, you want to go somewhere? Hey, hey, you need a bit of this, 200 bucks a litre. Hey, get stuck into it. So fair to you. say you are fired up about this a little I'll bit. I'll tell you what, I am going straight over to Android. I'll tell you what, I have had enough. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. And I'm a little bit fed up. And you know, I don't get fed up very often. No, which is remarkable. It's <laughs> the only reason. I mean, when we were, we were looking at particular co-hosts, you know, discussing whether or not we liked each other and stuff, I said to Big Boss Rod, I said, I know she's terrible, but she never... <laughs> She never gets angry. Never gets fed up. <laughs> well, there's something lately that has been feeding me up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that works. You've been snacking on anger. It's it's because it's been a slow burn. In my yeah. life, I've been in radio, what, seven years now? Yes. And I always, when I tell people what I do for work, there's a, a phrase that keeps rearing its head in yeah. response. Right? There's a couple, couple that you're not going to talk about that, that come in. What do you do when you're not talking? I always used to love the old... Do you have an actual job? Mm, that was yep. great as well. But your one, I think, if I can be honest, the reason I don't like it is because it's just rude. Exactly. If you break it down and if you actually think about it, it, it is quite rude. It's it's kind of devaluing yeah. what you do. So I'll tell someone, they say, what do you do for work? I say, I'm in yeah. radio. Uh-huh. And they say instantly, oh, I don't listen to don't radio. Listen. Like, they say it like a badge of honour. Yeah. <laughs> Now, not many people do say that because, of course, it's still a very popular medium. Exactly. Well, everyone listening right now obviously is 100%. not one of these people. But I used to get it, I used to get that with people, and people used to love to also tell me that they listen to Triple J. Yeah. As well, like, oh, so I don't do commercial radio. Yes, I just don't understand. Like, if you, if you know, a chef says to me, "I'm a chef," I was like, "Oh, I don't. Oh, eat I food. don't do food." Yeah. Like, oh, I work in a fishing shop. Oh, I hate fishing. Look. Why? Like, why say that? You don't need to say that. You could say, look, <laughs> I listen to various things. Or people go, I just do podcasts. Yeah. We've got a podcast. We've got a podcast. Okay. Exactly. Happen, but happens you know to do what? quite well. Need, like, if you don't listen to radio, great. But, like, still inquire about it. Or fake it. Exactly. Fake just say, it. oh, cool. Like, so, like, I'm not, I don't know a lot about radio, but tell yeah. me, like, do you choose your music? Which is another question 100%. I hate. But now, <laughs> the reason we bring this up is not so you can just have a vent. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, this is not a public service announcement. I reckon this happens to everyone in every industry. Yep. There's one or two absolutely run-of-the-mill questions or statements that get made when people know what you do for a living mm-hmm. that absolutely grind your gears. Yeah. So right? we want to hear them. 545-119-19. I got one for you. Hairdressers. Yep. Oh, free haircuts. Yes. No. <laughs> what is that annoying phrase or question that people say to you when you tell them what you do. Tina in Malulabar, what is it that you do for a living, firstly? I'm a vet nurse. Okay. Okay. And what's that one phrase that, or question that comes out whenever people find that out that really grinds your gears? There's three main ones. The first one would be, oh, I'd love to play, be a vet nurse because you get to play with puppies and kittens all day. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ones that are dying or trying to bite me. <laughs> exactly. The second one would be, Oh, I was going to be a vet nurse, or my sister's a vet nurse, or and they literally, you know, oh. did volunteer work for two days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you walk, you walked a dog at the RSPCA. Good on you. Yes, yes. But yes. not really. And the third one is, oh my god, you vets are so expensive. Um, we don't make the prices. Yes. Oh. 
Yes. We have nothing to do with the billing. Don't come to reception and have a go at me because your bill's expensive because exactly. I get like $19 an hour. <laughs> I feel you. I and also, feel you. If you can't afford a pet, don't have one. That's the other <laughs> option. Exactly. I've got to pay that bill too. When I get my pet seen, I'm not getting no discount. I'll tell you what, the good sign of a good outrage phone topic on radio is that I am getting really pissed yeah, off now right? too on Tina's behalf. <laughs> I know, Tina. Don't feel too sorry for her. She gets to play with puppies every day. Yeah, so. yeah, of course she does. She gets paid a fortune. Because, you know, she probably drives a Lexus or something. Uh, Thanks, Tina. Thank you for the work you do. We know it can be rough sometimes. So good on you. Was that a gag? I can do your anaesthetics, your x-rays, put an IV drip in. I can restart your heart and keep you alive while you're getting surgery done. Oh, my goodness. There you go. I was still stuck on Ellie saying I know things can be rough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Thanks so much, Tina. Let's move on to Stacey in Pack Paradise. Stacey, uh, what's your line of work first off? I am an accountant. Oh, okay. Oh, God. There must be so many. (laughs) I I actually got an instant headache thinking of all the crap questions and cheesy one-liners you cop, but hit us with some of the best. Oh, probably the top one is, can you do my tax? I was literally thinking that. In brackets, for free. For free. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I went to uni for three and a half years, so I could do that for free for you. I'm not even a tax accountant, so I cannot do any (laughs) <laughs> Must be the same for lawyers too, of course. Like, you know, people yeah. going, oh, can you represent my cousin? He got done for burglary. Yes. It's like, um, I'm a family lawyer. So uh, yeah. don't, don't really know how we can help there. Oh, what else uh, have you got, Stace? Oh, and I always think I'm a little boring. So I have to explain myself that I'm the fun kind of <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like you have to have like coloured pens and stuff and go, oh, look at me. I'm a little bit wacky. Yeah. Oh, true. Hey, Stace. <laughs> Thanks for venting with us. Before you go, um, could you do my tax? <laughs> uh, definitely not. <laughs> so welcome to the show, Luke from Sippy Downs. Hi, Legends. How are you? Good. We are very well. Good to hear from you, mate. Now, oh, I, I think I might have known what you did for a living in a previous call, but what do you do? I'm an asphalter. That's right. An asphalter. Okay. Yeah. God, I wouldn't know what questions to ask well, an he asphalter. Does, he does all the, you know, like all the, the surfaces. Concrete, the Keeps and... us safe. Okay. Tell us, what do people say when they find out you lay down the track? What is asphalt? <laughs> exactly what you just did. <laughs> what is asphalt? <laughs> and then uh, the, pl- the plane look on my face and I look straight back at one in the eyes and just be like, it's the black stuff you drive on every single day, guys. And then they go, oh, <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Okay, no, I oh, knew what asphalt yeah. was. I just didn't know. Sure you did. What an asphalt. Like, I wouldn't know how do you go about Actually, remember, all afternoon you've been trying to get me to do that, remember? What? When you wanted a massage. You, you wanted your asphalt. My asphalt. My asphalt. Felt. Felt. Oh! <laughs> True, she did. Okay. I mean, I did want to actually. Legit. It's legit. Just... Thank you, Luke. <laughs> Good on you, Luke. Sorry. Sorry if I inadvertently offended you at the top of the call. <laughs> Have a good day, guys. You too, bud. Amanda in Baringa, your turn. What is it that you do for work? Um, I work in time zone. <gasps> oh, okay. So first of all, can you get me free games? That would that <laughs> yep. that would be huge. Yep. And uh, oh, how do skill testers work? Yep. Um, um, is it rigged or is it just me? But no, it's not rigged. No, it's not. We'd actually go to jail if that were the case. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Um, can you hook us up with the free stuff? So we've got oh. with your tokens, you can get um, kids prizes or adults prizes at the end. Mm-hmm. And so people have asked me if I can hook them up with some free stuff and whatever else. So I was like, no. no. And it's like, yeah, um, 
how much discount do you, can you get me and all that kind of other stuff. Oh, jeez. Well, do you know what? Vomit. I have a question for you. Vomit. That is none yeah, of those. Ahead. I've got a, a power card from like, power card, is that what they call it still? Reloadable yeah, power yeah. card? Yeah, I've got one from like six or seven years ago. Can I still get tickets? I mean, can I still get prizes? Uh, so our cards um, are only valid for 12 months. Yeah, so totally. from, the last date, from the last date you've used it. So if you've used it in the last 12 months, then yes, it will be okay. But if you've used it in the last seven years ago, then no. Okay. There you go. See, that's a useful conversation okay, about your work. Right. So if, you, if I bumped into you at a party and asked you that, that would be all right, Amanda? Or are you still like, Ellie, I'm off the clock. Come on. Um, no, it's fine. It's fine. But it's more of the hook us up. Yeah, yeah. Like, with um, it's the when, free games and stuff, like we can't do that. It's when Ellie finds out that it's out of date and then tries to get you to get her a new yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Can't you just work some, work some magic for it? We can get her a new card. <laughs> she's got to pay for it. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Amanda. I'm sorry. Oh, good on you, Amanda. Uh, Thanks for your call. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Ellie and Bex. Mouth trumpet. Yeah, it's the game that sees uh, a human body turned into an instrument. <laughs> There's plenty of games where that's the case, actually, <laughs> if I'm honest. In this case, you are the mouth trumpet. Here is the Sunny Coast hit that you've got today. I still reckon that's just as but easy as it gets. Did you like my, like, sensual dance moves I around would, it? I was trying not to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to uh, focus. I know, that's true. Shakini's in Mapleton. Darling, you're first through. What was that track? Hello, Shikani. Can you hear us? Can you hear me as well? So I'm just going to put some other songs in her head. All right, three seconds and we're going to move on. Maybe it's us because we're having a bit of trouble with the phones today. People don't seem to be able to hear us. Yeah. Tony Lee, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear hey. you. That's all we need. What's the track, Dal? Drive my pony. Oh. Okay, um, you didn't quite get the name right, if we're going to be technical, but what's the artist then? Is it genuine? Didn't get that right either. <laughs> but you've won! Oh, <laughs> I think she got that right. Genuine and Pony is the name of the track. Yeah, that's all I get. You said yeah, ride my pony, genuine. genuine. Yeah, that's what... That's, I'm with you, Tony. Tony, yes, Tony got, you. gets hey, the pony. Tony, have, have any blokes ever sung to you riding my Tony? I hope they're a stallion. No, <laughs> oh, she hopes they're a stallion. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, don't don't apologise, though. Don't be sorry, Tones. Oh, a bit frisky, that was there great. There you go. Tones with their pones uh, takes out Mouth Trumpet for the week. Ellie and Bex. This might uh, strike you as a little bit weird, Chains. Mm-hmm. It might freak a few people out. But I actually don't have a lot of mates. What? Hold the phone. Yeah, don't. Really. You are kidding. Let me pick my jaw up off the ground. Thank you. That's enough sarcasm. <laughs> Just kidding. You've got mates. I'm your No, mate. relatively new to town. But, yeah, you know, you and I spend already 15 hours a week on air Yeah, together. true. You know, you don't want to push the friendship too far. Yeah. And then I spend a lot of time with my wife. And I, I was sitting down with my wife. We were talking the other day and I was like, I, just I mean, I've got a lot of mates in other states because working in radio, you move. Every, like I've lived in six different places in the past 15 years. Yeah. So there are a lot of friends all around the country, but as for right here. <laughs> and we figured out the easiest way to get a couple of mates. Now, it's not rocket science. It's worked for me before. And that is mm. to start a sport. My chosen sport has always been cricket. 
Love it. A little bit old, a little bit busted. Um, it Boring. does take up an entire Saturday. I do want to have kids in coming years, and I do really enjoy my time on the boat. So three don't go into two days. That's a problem for me to sort out. Mm-hmm. But right now, I've realised, because the season's already started here, I need to find a club. So you're going to do it? You're going to commit to to just just to make friends or yeah, well, we'll to have be a good crack. at cricket? I like being out there. No, it's never going to happen, being good at cricket. I've been <laughs> trying for 30 years. I'll be honest. I'm probably, if you're out there and you're playing, you think, oh, let's give them a call and whatever else. Yeah. I'm probably the worst player you've ever seen. <laughs> okay, give like, us some of your stats. Okay, so I don't know if you know what any of this means, but I just picked up a, a club that I played for for a couple of years. Um, my average with the bat was 6.1, <laughs> which means. <laughs> so as in you get six runs and then On average, out, on every average. time I go out, yeah. Okay, oh, jeez. Uh, and okay. I think that year I had one decent inning, so the rest were all stupid. <laughs> um, bowling, not so bad. Um, and bowled 140-odd overs and averaged 22 with the ball, which means a wicket for every 22 runs you concede. It's not awful. Okay. It's getting very mathsy now, isn't it? Yes. Um, And fielding, I did tell you that the the first – you said, how bad are you at fielding? I said, Mm. well, I always tell people 105 kilos and cerebral palsy. Think of that running. Okay. But I went and played for a rough club out in Western Sydney a couple of years back and by the end – by lunchtime on the first day, I dropped three catches. Oh, Three dropped, as in you like, yeah, you had it in three. your hand. and Didn't you catch did. any. <laughs> Didn't catch any. And a number of these gentlemen were affiliated with local outlaw motorcycle um, places, oh, so I didn't go back. No fair. Okay. All right. Um, so right now this little pity party about you having no mates and being bad yes. at cricket is to get someone to call to. Well, uh, essentially I'm looking to join a club, okay. and, I, and I'm not saying fight over me, let's. Uh, no. <laughs> essentially I'm looking for a club. I just want to play lower grade, one day cricket. On the the coast. All right. Now, before you rush into calling us and offering up a spot on your team, um, I noticed the phone's not ringing at all, by the way. Not yet. Phone is not ringing. The amount of blokes that have gone, oh, wow. Wow. Have you seen his my cricket? Don't go near him. (laughs) Don't go near him. I'm the COVID of cricket players at the moment. No one wants me. Oh, don't say that, buddy. Before we um, take any of the calls. No one's really calling. So. We need to do a little bit more digging into your past cricket career. So oh, I've got God. someone on the phone to help us out with that. Hello, Joel. Hey, how you going? Good. How are you? Oh, great. Great. <laughs> Sound, this just stinks of a stitch up, it it's does. It's not a stitch up in the slightest. This man came to my wedding. Uh, okay. I've stayed at his house. We've, we've, we've been on the froths many times. We've been to two semi-final campaigns. We spilt blood on the field. Okay, that's all well and good. But, Bex, you know I'm a fact checker. If yes. you say that you would be a worthy addition to a local cricket team, I've got to check you <laughs> on that, okay? Oh, God. So, um, hello to the former captain of Bex's former cricket team. Nance, how are you? Good, mate. How are you going? Good. So the situation is that i um, got to essentially sell myself to a club down here. Uh, the season's already underway. Yes. Um, and I gather Ellie's just ringing you to see what I bring to a oh, side. just for chats, really, because we go way back, man. <laughs> Nans, is it? Yans? Nans. Nans. Okay, <laughs> Nans. sorry, Nans. <laughs> um, so you used to captain Bex's team. I did. In a did. word, how would you describe him as a cricket player? Um, ambitious. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, and in regards to his skill level oh, no. as a cricket player, out of 10, 10 being he is Don Bradman and one being he's me as a kindergartner in the uh, backyard yeah, cricket we all know. field. We all know, yeah, we know where this is going. What would he be? Well, 
I can be honest and lose my friendship or <laughs> I can tell the truth. <laughs> be honest. Look, it's a safe space. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give him a five. I'll give him a five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that means I'm a two. That's fine. Uh, any, any memorable moments of uh, maybe something positive that a team might want to call up and uh, recruit me for this season? There's that one innings, mate, that comes to mind. Yes. Um, so, uh, last game of the season, two undefeated teams going against each other. We needed 30-odd runs to win, and in comes Bex to bat at number 11. I said to him, mate, just hang in there, just do your best. Lo and behold, he chases the runs down with a beautiful cover drive for four, straight back over the bowler's head. Wins the game. Wins the game. Hold on, you actually did a good job. Once, once. It's only ever happened once. No way. I was fully expecting you to say he got a golden duck and then boom. (laughs) No, he's seen plenty of them. (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay, so that's his best moment. What's his worst? I've never seen a cricket player get a batsman out just by his sledging. Oh. Yeah, okay. I'm worth three wickets a week. What do you do, a bit That's of got it. milk? No. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it gets a lot worse than that, Ellie. Oh, a lot worse. Those bits we definitely can't re- repeat on radio. <laughs> no. Have you, just question, have you ever seen someone equally as hated and loved by a team at the one time? Uh, no, no. <laughs> have you ever seen someone hated more than Max? <laughs> Definitely not. Okay. There we go. What 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 a glowing report. I'm obviously going straight into the ones of whichever team I go to. Oh, well, look, I um, mean, I feel like maybe you paid Nans a little bit for that rap. <laughs> well, you've got to... Yeah, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. There's a bit you could have said. Uh, well, it's really simple. I'm looking for a team. Five four five double one nine one nine. I'm a rubbish player but an awesome sledger. And occasionally, occasionally I can hang around. If there is one person out there in the sunny coast right now who thinks that they might want Bex on their cricket team, call us, 545-11919. If we don't get any, bud, are you just willing to hang up the bat for good? Oh, yeah, I'm afraid. All right. Afraid I'll have to. Nance, you still there? Do you reckon he should hang up the bat for hey, good? Hey, what, what's going right. on? Give it, give it one more year. <laughs> <laughs> And so we've put the call out for people to call and offer you yes. to join them, join their cricket team. I'm not going to lie, the phones haven't rung off the hook. But one, we have, one person called. <laughs> one, we one, have one. a call from Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Can I just um, ask you who you work for, where you come from? Hey, team. Um, so I work for Queensland Cricket. So there you go. All of the clubs here on the coast. There you go, of course, and uh, I'll, of course, come in on after Manus. I don't expect to displace the test number three. Um, but, uh, mate, in all seriousness, um, I'm, what I need is a good group of lads who, are, who you know, have a, a, as low a division as possible of teams and one-day cricket, and that'll do me. Mate, there's plenty of options for you on the coast. We've got uh, 13 clubs here on the coast, uh, ranging from Div 1 through Div 7. Uh, we're a Seven sport it is. Brawl. <laughs> we're a sport brawl, mate, so we'll, we'll definitely find a team for you. Um, so it just comes down to where, you, where you're living currently, so yeah. I might grab the details off you maybe offline, yes. and uh, we'll get you along to a club, but... No, I can tell you where he lives. He lives in Alex's Okay, 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 okay. Thank you. What I'd like to do is, uh, because, you know, like I do appreciate that you've shown your vulnerability and you've, you know, put it out there and I feel like you're copping a bit of stick there in the in the office. Um, we're actually pushing for cricket to be the number one sport for females in the country. So I'm going <laughs> to issue Ali a challenge. 
that not only does Bex go down and join his local cricket club, but Ali, you do as well. <laughs> well, I don't think we could go further than that. I, I, I'd been speaking pre-COVID to the great Ash Nofke, who's, of course, a sunny coaster and coaches the women's heat team. Be quite interesting to see Ellie in the well, nets with guys, some of the quicker girls there. You laugh, but I grew up with two older brothers, so all I did in my spare time was field for them. I never got to bat or bowl, but yeah. give me a ball and I'll catch it. All right. Well, let's get you along. <laughs> Very interesting stuff. Uh, thank you, Ryan. I'll be uh, in touch off air and uh, let's play. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's good, Look forward to seeing you both there. There are going to be so many drop catches on the up. Sunshine Coast this Maybe year. Maybe we can play in a mixed team because I've had a, a, over the years the odd. Uh, female player, fantastic. I mean, I don't know how you'd go. You're Mate, a, bit, a bit short. I'll smash you. I'll catch a ball any day. I can't, I can't hit him, but I'll catch him. Ellie and Bex. 91.9, see I wish that we or one of the 10 Noosa residents who won Lotto last night because they've just won a share in $1.2 million. Hang on a second. Why do you say that so forlorn? Good because on I, them. Congratulations. I mean, yes, I'm happy for them, but you know me. I can't be happy for someone else without being jealous. <laughs> <laughs> millennials, millennials, millennials. Uh, we always like to check in with a place where people get these winning tickets just to find out if there's anything different about them, don't we? Exactly. So that's why we've got the owner of the Lucky Charm News Agency in Noosa Civic on the phone. Chris, Hello. Yeah, good day. Now, Chris, uh, do you know what, what's going on in the background there? <laughs> did you do you did you know the people that uh, won this uh, this big windfall? No, I don't, unfortunately. Um, the staff sold most of the tickets. I've been busy at the back working and the guys have done a wonderful job for me and sold all the syndicates. You don't have to come in and claim the money. Like, you don't go, if you win that much, you don't go back or to the lucky Or do you have charm. to ring ahead? Yeah. You go, uh, guys, you might want to go to the bank. Um, yeah. <laughs> How does it work collecting that sum of money? Oh, right. Okay, well, normally what would happen if the customer does come in store, they just come in and present the ticket to us and we uh, get the wonderful privilege of telling them they've won a wheelbarrow load of money or a truckload, whatever it is, and we put them into contact with our call centre who then take over everything and they take it from there. I wonder what you'd do, Ellie, if you could wheel out a hundred or a million bucks. I'd go straight to Macca's and get a cheeseburger. I, I know New Pacific quite well. <laughs> We've shopped there quite often. There's BWS yeah. down one end, right next to Master Meats. There's half of my money gone. <laughs> <laughs> I just cast my mind back, Chris, to a syndicate that uh, happened around our I work. I knew you'd bring this up. I didn't get involved in, and I think you did, Ellie. And how I much did. did you pop in for that one? Well, Chris, this was when I think it was the 80 mil or something. And yeah. so everyone from work, there was like pretty much 90% of the office put in for this syndicate and we were all plotting what we were going to do with our winnings. Bex is like, nah, I'm too cool. I put in 10 bucks. We won $9.65 each. So... Um, Net loss. Yeah, I mean, I did lose, but I was in with the crew and Bex was an outcast. Would you say that's the case <laughs> in many syndicates or many workplaces? I'd, I'd say it is. For, for, for a lot of syndicates, like, yeah, like this is pretty good for us to have a syndicate winning. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Well, Chris, we know where to go if we want to uh, get on board a fantastic syndicate. We'll do, uh, yeah. pay you a visit. The lucky charm indeed. Aptly named. Well done. Oh, God, I was okay, waiting for that to come Thank up. Thank you very much. He's like, he's like I'm over this. I've got to go back to <laughs> yeah. work. So. Got to go sell some more winning tickets. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Chris. Okay, cheers. Thanks. Ellie and Bex. 91.9. See you